You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Pogues, it's fantastic to be here. Um, another mini-sode, another opportunity to welcome our loyal listeners to return. Just whisper into your ears, hey, great work. You're doing great. Wait, we're saying that to them, or they're saying that to yeah, us? Pokes, just a little encouragement, please. But why am I encouraging them? Pokes, they're our fans, okay? Give them something. Yeah, but you're not answering my question. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, this, this back and forth dynamic is just, it's so good, you should make a podcast about it. If only. If only. Um... If you are listening to this episode, and perhaps you haven't listened to an episode in a little bit, stop. Stop right now, and go listen to an episode with podcast guest all-star Seth Kromick as we talk about a Doctor Strange film from the 70s that only was on TV. Film is a stretch of the imagination (laughs) for any TV movie, but to say even TV movie for this was a stretch of the imagination. Yeah, sort of like uh, a string of commercial-free episodes uh, of <laughs> were strung together um, and broadcast to television sets, regardless of whether the viewers at home wanted them to be broadcast or not. Uh, it and, sort of felt and, like they took it like a, they just showed two TV shows back to back. One was a medical drama, and the other one had the same actor, but he was a wizard in the second one. Uh, that actually even sounded pretty good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you almost sold me on it there. Um, it's a bizarre film. Jessica Walter is not just in it, but she's the primary antagonist and poorly represented um, for a number of reasons. <laughs> the number one of the fact that the the, the the unwitting hero gets away because uh, he's, a, he's a cutie. Yeah, which is like, man, 70s must have been a rough time for ladies. <laughs> Um, but we're moving on. Uh, it's it was a, it's a great episode. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, Pokes and I have been you know exploring some honor stuff recently. You know we watched Dick Tracy. We got this Doctor Strange, and at some point when you're doing comic book films, you gotta come back. You know, home. You know, you gotta get back into the bubble that is major. You know, uh, uh, major brand movies. Yes, the endless uh, cycle of major brand movies. And uh, and since I asked Pokes if he wanted to watch a DCEU movie and he screamed at me, we went the other direction. That's right. We went to the real home, not the <laughs> home for the mentally insane, which is the DCEU. Uh, we're back to look at a Marvel movie, and we thought, what Marvel movies haven't we done? And oddly, there's still a lot from, not a lot, but there's still some older ones we haven't done. I still don't think we've done Iron Man 3, have we? Uh, no, which is unfortunate because the movie we're about to announce has a ton of really direct connections to Iron Man 3. Well, that's going to be bad because I remember zero of Iron Man 3 other than I and did not like it. I haven't seen it. Uh, really? It, it's, it is surprisingly one of, like, uh, I think two gaps in my Marvel history, which is insane for a person who hosts a podcast about comic movies. I have not seen Captain Marvel and I have not seen Iron Man 3. Yeah, I, I didn't see Captain Marvel either. I just missed it and then... Sort of. You I know, just haven't come around to it. Yeah, I don't, I don't my, know why. My problem is it's like the Superman thing. Like, I really don't like Superman movies. Like, when your character is like, I can't be killed. It's like, well, why am I watching this? <laughs> I don't really care anymore. I think that's what's keeping um, me from watching the Eternals in a way. Is like, I'm like, eh, they're gods. I get it. You know? Eh. 
and, and, and speaking speaking of Eternals, uh, Marvel's in the weird phenomenon where I feel like they're um, I feel like they're like you know when like uh, you're on a Ferris wheel and like they don't actually stop the Ferris wheel that often. You have to kind of like, get off while it's moving if you're at like a mm-hmm. fairground. You know what I mean? I feel like Marvel's doing that where they've got their hands on the railing with every movie they have. They go, okay, now, and they just like leap their movie out into the world just between variants. So it's just a strange yes. time. <laughs> yeah, it's a rough go for Marvel, which is like they made several very expensive movies and they were like, get ready, 2020 is gonna be a great. <laughs> You're all motherfucker. And everyone wants to have the movie that like brings people back to the theaters. Like everyone keeps claiming they have it and then they don't. It wasn't Tenant. Sorry, Christopher. Oh, it was 100% not Tenant. Yeah, and uh it, it just keeps happening. The problem is is that people um people aren't willing to risk the movie theater as much and if they are it's got to be like a big deal to them yeah it's got to be spider-man it, it, you're, yeah exactly it, you're probably not a property like, they they're comfortable with let me go watch it like a two and a half hour long movie that was like poorly sound mixed in which i can't tell what t- time period it's supposed to be going on in i'm still talking about tenant uh, <laughs> <laughs> or like yeah this... i'm not gonna go sit and watch two and a half hours worth of a remake of a movie i Recall the sequels ruining. I'm talking about you, Matrix, whatever the fuck. It's this called. is like, like the last duel. That I mean, for all intents yes. and purposes, is probably like, like an excellent movie and like Ridley Scott's cool and everything. But like, Ridley no Scott one's gonna. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, um, but no one's gonna duck out for a movie where it's like, hey, that one where Matt Damon has a bowl cut. Yeah, I'll get sick forever for that. What What was I'll, great <laughs> about that is Ridley Scott came out and he said the reason his movie failed is because millennials can't stop looking at their cell phones. And somebody was like, God you don't think it has it. anything to do with the God. global pandemic, you fuckwit? I, I'm sorry, man. I lost all respect for Ridley Scott when he made those shitty Alien prequels that ruined Alien by being like, oh, oh yeah. somebody engineered these. It's like, cool, way to take what made Aliens interesting, which is like the horror of the unknown of space and being like nope they were a bioengineered weapon which is like not scary because we have those in real life and the real life ones are way more scary because they'll actually kill me i'm not gonna run into a xenomorph anytime soon you fucking idiot but yeah i love that 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 was why he thought his movie did poorly nothing to do with the pandemic just because millennials own cell phones yeah i mean because know, historically millennials never see movies i'm looking in, at in his Avengers. defense in his defense, I went into the theater to see Last Duel, and I and then when I went to the concession stand, I asked for avocado toast. They said they didn't have it, so I stormed out of the theater and tweeted all the way home. So I mean, in a way, he's like got me pegged. So. He's got you. He's got you there. Those goddamn millennials. And then I think he also blamed. Uh, I also love the idea that they're like, because superhero movies are out, they're ruining other movies. It's like, um, it's not really how movies work. Like. You can still make a good movie that's not a superhero movie, and people will go see it. You just have to make a good movie. You see, the problem is, I digress in my, you know, <laughs> mocking of Ridley Scott's just like the dumbest statement I've ever heard in my life. Uh, we've now hit the end of the segment called "Old Man Rants Against Other Older Men." Uh, yes, so we can go progress. If you want, if you want, I've got a great one where I rant about people who keep talking about how gas was cheaper when Trump was president, forgetting that <laughs> no one drove for a whole fucking year. Oh, we haven't even said the movie. Yet. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I, I apparently have a lot of pent up rage that I'm getting out this week. I don't know what happened. I thought I had a good week, but I guess not. Um. But of course, tell me uh, what the fucking since, movie is. 
since we already did Black Widow and we already took a shot at Eternals, you know where we're going. It's Shang Chi, um, uh, and the and Legend of the Ten Rings, which came out uh, in 2021. Uh, some might say the best time for a movie to yes. be released. <laughs> well, I mean, this was this was sort of though you know as you said earlier, people kept saying they had the movie they thought would bring people back. This was like a very ballsy move. Because, like, Marvel released this in a time where it was like, we think COVID might be done, but there's rumors that there's a new variant coming out called Delta, you know? And it was just like, I'm sure this will work out. H- hence the Ferris wheel jump. Yeah, yeah. But, I-, I mean, the movie did good for 2021. Not for a Marvel film, but, like, when you factor in the fact that, like, I, I probably would have seen this movie in theaters if it- we didn't live in a hellscape. See what I mean? And there's probably at least 25% of nerds. <laughs> yeah, sources are, with sources, me and are like scared of the outside world. Sources put it up at number two that year. Of course, Spider Man No Way Home did technically come out in December, so it, it, it ate up all that money. Oh, um, yeah. But, but, but Shang-Chi uh, appears that, to have that came, oh, grabbed God, the second spot. Long seven months. <laughs> Yeah. Um <laughs> uh and 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 Venom and Black Widow and, and the top 5, sorry, the top 5 is Spider-Man, Shang-Chi, Venom, Black Widow and the and the Fast and the Furious Fast 9 movie. Again, people are just Oh, sorry. Just to keep it going. Eternals <laughs> the, the the newest Bond movie. Like people yeah. just they have to fall back into that like pillow of of comfort at this well, point in time. <laughs> it's also like one of those things. It's the reason that Hollywood makes adaptions and sequels is like people like familiar things. And like you said, if you're going to go see a movie and you think there's a chance I could get COVID from seeing this movie, you're not going to roll the dice and go see a movie you may not like because then it would be like the greatest insult. Like you saw a shitty movie and then got COVID. So you're only going to take that chance for something that you love, which means you probably, it has to be something you already love. So yeah, I that's why in a way Shang-Chi and Eternals are sort of ballsy because there's no, there's no, like Spider-Man, not ball. I mean, you know, it's rough that it has to come out now, but I mean like, that movie was going to do well because it's Spider-Man and everybody loves Spider-Man. He's like one of the most beloved characters of all time. Most people don't even know about the Eternals or uh, Shang-Chi. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't think that they're, you know, that was like a risk in general to make them as movies, let alone to then have to release them during like the worst possible time. And they still do yeah. well, you know, which is and like they, they, they did the well, films, I think. It I really is, yeah. Yet, but um yeah and 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 i think there was a lot of good press around uh oh god i'm just gonna have to google his name so i don't butcher it uh simu liu oh i don't know if i got that right that was you Uh, not butchering it uh i'm wondering uh uh but he he was like a really uh uh charismatic character like on twitter like like at some point you know obviously he's been an actor for a while but at some point he was like reaching out to like when like when can i do a marvel character and then he's like never mind got it you know <laughs> like landed the part and, and uh, yeah so they really did a good job like you know people th- this movie had like a heartwarming vibe to it before it even came out i think just in the general yeah, and it's, and it's reception also great that you know marvel's branching out not just like the you know like, let's take an ensemble and we'll recast a couple of characters as, like, people of color. But to make a movie where it's, like, the main character is going to be, like, Asian. 
all the support and, most and, of the supporting characters will be Asian. And and, and the story uh and the story will be really rooted in in Asian culture and 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 myth and legend, which I think is where Marvel and I'll, and I'll save this for the episode, I guess, but I guess it's where Marvel continues to like kind of have this good good chemistry with their movies is that outside the the big Every, the, the whole teams here movies the individual movies like this one they tend to just keep doing the same thing which is they bring in um someone with good credits but uh, like 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 uh like D- destin daniel cretton here who did this movie uh who, who's got a bunch of like award-winning films to some degree but you may not have heard of him uh and they kind of just let him go in whatever unexpected direction he wants to go in which they keep just keeps working yeah yeah i mean they they have definitely cracked and in a way i wonder if that's part of what makes the marvel movies better is like the dc movies tend to be like mostly made by one person and they're not yeah they're not good because like and then the other movies are like forced to adhere to the vision you know like that was like a big thing when wonder woman came out they the director talked about how they told her she needed to add snyder scenes which was like gratuitous slow motion which is like really out of place because you're asking a director to mimic somebody else's directing style. And so it always feels, you know, that sort of stuff just feels forced. And it, in Wonder Woman, I think even in the episode we bring up that it it feels really out of place, like the unnecessary slow motion in scenes. But so I think maybe that's what does it is like Marvel does sort of let these people kind of create their own vision and pick sort of odd people, you know, like Thor Ragnarok, who would have ever picked... Uh, watiti to you know what i mean like you would never be like oh i bet you they'd let him direct a marvel movie you know what i mean especially the yeah. third in one of their big care you know it's not like they were like you yeah. can do ant-man they're like yeah do the next thor movie he's only it's, one of our three biggest characters yeah it's surprising and, and uh and and again like financially and critically yes they, they estimate the movie for a little bit of by the numbers the old our old segment uh they estimate 150 to 200 million budget and uh U.S. gross was two hundred twenty-four million. Worldwide was four hundred thirty-two million, which again, like, that doesn't seem like that great for a Marvel movie. But you have to take into context when it was, because I mean, it made seventy-five million dollars opening weekend, which is like pretty damn good, you know. I mean, for because you would you would expect movies now to be like start slow and like slowly ramp up or just like last for a re- you know what i mean but like you would expect people would be like i'm gonna go see it opening night with five you know 40 other people i want to go see it three weeks from now when it's like me and like some retired guy who has nothing else to do and it's just picking movies at random <laughs> you know what i mean those are the kind of those are the kind of you know you expect so i'm impressed that it did as well as it did just because of the pandemic regardless of the no- content so i'm looking forward to seeing it i hope uh you know there was a lot of good press around it and everything and i you know i've always sort of liked the idea of uh shang chi you know i mean it's sort of a yeah i mean i i had looked up that uh stan lee had been in like the early days of trying to get a version of uh of this character out uh in like the 80s yeah yeah um, he wanted to do a tv show with brandon lee with Brandon Lee, uh, and which made sense since I believe I also read that um, I don't know if it's verified, I guess, but that a lot of like the original uh, uh, sort of sh- oh. uh, uh, Bruce Lee was the the basis yes. for like the, Sh- the character. Shang Chi is straight up Bruce Lee in the original. Yeah, <laughs> he wears he wears like his costume. Oh really? I didn't realize is that. like a yellow jumpsuit. 
like Bruce Lee wore it. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's very, it's not like, and it, it's, they did it on purpose. Like, they really, like, right. you know, that was, like, their thing to be like, oh, let's make a character Bruce Lee-like. Uh, and he has, like, a similar haircut in the comics. And so, yeah, it's, it would have been cool maybe to see that, you know, to, to be able to see Brandon Lee play the role. But I'm, I'm assuming they've taken out, I don't know, I hope there's some, weird nod to bruce lee in this movie at some point since it is so much based on him but we shall have to see uh although you yeah, know, so oh what go ahead no <laughs> i was just about to wrap up so you, you go oh, ahead i was just gonna say though is you know i've got kind of like a busy week this week do you think mm-hmm. we could just watch shang chi and the five rings instead <laughs> yeah well <laughs> We'll just we'll do as many rings as you've got time for. Like yeah. maybe like maybe like six and a half. I could maybe do mm-hmm. six and a half if I start watching it now. I mean, it's insane that we waited this long to do the tenth one, and it's crazy that we're doing the tenth one first. But you know what? Yeah, I know. I what happened? I feel like we should have started with Shang Chi and the <laughs> Fellowship of the First Ring. Okay, I got I I, I yeah I, I, I gotta pull the plug on that one. 